0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Let's get it. All football. All the time.
1: You're listening to the best football show. Hosted by Elliot schurr What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore-Parks. Today is January 26th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave your best NFL take with a five-star review, I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. Today I want to talk about what I think is personally one of the more interesting decisions a team has to make this offseason at quarterback and a lot of teams have interesting decisions to make Baltimore Ravens, Washington, Carolina, New Orleans, but I think one of the more interesting decisions is what the New York Giants are going to do with Daniel Jones. Now I'll say this. The fact that it's even a decision is a credit to uh, Daniel Jones and Brian Dable and what they did this year. They were better than people expected. Daniel Jones was better than people expected. I think Dable did an excellent job getting the most out of Daniel Jones, considering the talent that he had on offense, but also considering what Daniel Jones has been. I mean, let's be honest. They did not pick up his fifth year option for a reason. Daniel Jones has been bad the first four years, uh, the first three years, I should say, of his career. Now, In his defense, he had probably the worst supporting cast any quarterback could ask for. A trash general manager in David Gettleman and a really bad head coach in Joe Judge. When you're a quarterback, you can only really be as successful as your GM and your head coach. It's almost impossible, no matter how great of a quarterback you are, to be successful when you have a bad head coach and a bad general manager. On the flip side, if you're in a good coaching staff and a good front office, it can make your career. It can take... You know, a great quarterback and make him an all-timer. It could take an outstanding quarterback and make him a Super Bowl championship. Or in the case of Daniel Jones, it can take an average to below average quarterback and make them in to an above average quarterback or a, or a quarterback that's winning games in the playoffs. So what I'll say about Daniel Jones is this before we get too much into the decision of what they should do and how I would handle it. Daniel Jones has some good qualities. He is absolutely a a, a threat to run. I don't really think he's a a quarterback where teams are game planning like intently to stop him or intensely, I guess I should say, but he can certainly, uh, he can certainly make plays with his legs. Fifth in the NFL this year in rushing yards. And I do think he has a nice arm. I think he throws a nice ball. I think he has a strong arm. I think when he has a clean pocket, he can be a quality quarterback, but Outside of that, I don't think he has great intangibles. He was better this year with turnovers, but overall he's been a disaster with turning the ball over his first 3 years. So we'll see if there if he can keep that going into next year. So Daniel Jones, nice player. Nice player, and I think he had a nice year for for the Giants. The question the Giants have to ask themselves are, do they want to play, do they want to pay elite money for a nice quarterback? Cuz here's the, here's the the tricky part of this. Could Daniel Jones improve next year? He could, for sure. Second year under Brian Dable's offense, add some talent to add more talent to that offense, see what he can turn into. The issue is they have to to make a decision this offseason on how much they want to pay him. And with how things stand, it's probably gonna cost around $35 million a year to bring Daniel Jones back. Now there's a chance that other teams do the correct thing and don't value him that highly, but if you're the Giants, the tough thing is. How do you tell Daniel Jones to go out, see what he can get paid and then to come back with the best offer and see if you want if you're willing to beat that? I mean, that doesn't exactly instill a ton of confidence in him being your guy. So, the from the Giants perspective, I understand that Daniel Jones had a quality year. They have to be so incredibly sure that he is worth $35 million a year to give him that money. You basically have to compete compete for a Super Bowl next year if you're paying him that type of money. It's pointless to pay a quarterback that type of money unless you are competing for a Super Bowl and unless you feel he is the absolute guy. Let's use the Philadelphia Eagles, for example. A big discussion all year and really still going on is, is Jalen Hurts the answer there quarterback in the way that he is making the team go, or is the team around him, the coaching staff, general manager? Is it such a great situation that a lot of quarterbacks could succeed there? The reality is the question of that, the answer to that question kind of doesn't matter because Jalen Hurts is one win away from going to the Super Bowl. So ultimately, they are going to pay Jalen Hurts because they know for a fact with him at quarterback. They can compete for a Super Bowl. The Giants do not know for a fact that with Daniel Jones at Super Bowl, they can compete for a Super Bowl. With, with Daniel Jones at quarterback, they can compete for a Super Bowl. They also don't know if they'll be able to add more talent around him. They don't know if they add all that talent, how he'll play. They don't know with a, a, a year, another year of everybody seeing Dable's offense, seeing Daniel Jones in that offense, how he'll react to that. The Eagles were in a situation last year at the end of 2021 where they didn't have to make a decision on Jalen. And let's be honest, they tried to move on from Jalen in an extent. They looked into Russell Wilson. They looked into Deshaun Watson, right? They studied the quarterbacks in the draft. So had had Jalen Hurts been in the situation Daniel Jones is, there is no way they would have given him $35 million a year. Literally no way. Into into Hurt's credit, he improved and now he's gonna make more than thirty five million dollars a year from, from the Eagles because he's gonna he's probably gonna be in the Super Bowl and at the very least he's in the conference championship. So if you're the Giants, you have to say to yourself. Next year with Daniel Jones, are we going to be competing for a Super Bowl? I know they want a playoff game this year, but I think realistically they have to look at it and say no, that is probably not what we're going to be. And the key to to being a great front office is being giving the correct evaluation of yourself. Look at what the New Orleans Saints did they they thought to our they thought to themselves, okay, we'll be competitive. Ugh. They traded away their first round pick to the Eagles and now they lost the number 10 overall pick in this draft and didn't make the playoffs. There's probably a better chance the Giants don't make the playoffs next year than make it when you consider how bad that roster is, how much, how, how they're going to be in the second year of the system. Teams have already seen them now for a full year. It's going to be tougher next year than it is this year to to be good. So if you're the Giants, you're not going to be competing for a Super Bowl next year, right? So the other part of this is how much cap space do you want to allocate to Daniel Jones? They're currently, uh, according to Over the Cap, third in the NFL projected for $44 million. Assuming they cut Kenny Galladay, which they almost definitely will, that gets him to around $50 million. It's a lot of money. If you give Daniel Jones a a three-year deal or whatever, you can try to stretch it out so the cap hit is low. But what you're doing then is essentially committing yourself to Daniel Jones for more years. So let's say they're going to they'll use the franchise tag or they give him 2 years, you know, 30 million or you know, there's some type of compromise there where he gets more guaranteed money. You're talking about taking a really large portion of that 50 million and committing it to Daniel Jones. So now all that money you have to add talent and they need talent. They need a better offensive line. They need probably no lie, maybe two, if not three receivers that are better than what they currently have. Saquon, who knows what he'll get paid, but he is a free agent as well. So he's going to cost more money than he's probably worth. The defense needs talent. Like they have a lot of positions that they have to fill. So do you want to commit, you know, 50%, 60% of your cap space to Daniel Jones? I don't think you do. So th- so then the question is, and really this comes down to Brian Dable. If Brian Dable, if the reason Daniel Jones was so good this year is because of Brian Dable, why can't he do that with another quarterback? Daniel Jones has nice qualities. He doesn't have any elite quality, qu- quality. He's not he's not a quarterback that has, you know, the speed uh, of Lamar Jackson or you know, the or Lamar Jackson's arm or he doesn't move like Josh Allen. He doesn't have Josh Allen's arm. He has Nice, nice uh, physical features. He does not have elite physical features. You can find a quarterback that can do what Daniel Jones can do in the draft. Point blank period. You can find it in the draft. Because as I started this pot off by saying, if you are a quarterback that has a good head coach and good general manager, you will be a better quarterback than than you are, right? If you're in a situation with a bad one, then you're going to struggle. So unless Daniel Jones is bringing qualities that you can't find anywhere else, like elite qualities you have to pay for, if you're the Giants, why not just draft a quarterback? If I, I looked at a, a mock draft from Daniel Jeremiah of NFL.com. Giants currently picked 25th overall. He had Bryce Young at number two, Will Levis at number four, C.J. Stroud at number nine, and then Anthony Richardson of Florida at number 22. So the Giants realistically probably can't get into the top 10. You're probably not going to get a shot at, at Bryce Young, Will Levis, or C.J. Stroud. Anthony Richardson from Florida, if he's there, now that's a quarterback that if you put around Brian Dable, he could truly develop into something special. Elite physical qualities, right? Definitely a bit more raw uh, you know, than those other quarterbacks and probably more raw than Daniel Jones, obviously, since Jones has played in the NFL for four years. But if you take Anthony Richardson and you pay him $4 million a year next year, right? Maybe you take a slight step back as a team. I'm not even sure you definitely do, but let's say you take a slight step back as a team. You now have for your 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 quarterback, your guy that you're going to try to win with on his rookie deal. In the NFL, it is crucial to have your to have your quarterback On a rookie deal and if you're not if he's not on the rookie deal you better be competing for super bowls the eagles are going to pay jalen hurts because they will be competing for super bowl not only this year they'll be competing for one next year with him the giants are going to give big money right 35 million i know the cap's going to increase all these things whatever a huge portion of their salary cap to a quarterback that they're not sure can win games for them if you look this year right they played they ended up playing uh you know uh 19 games he had a great game against the playoffs in Minnesota. Worst secondary in the league. They went and played a quality secondary, and it was a disaster. They, this year, if you look at the games he won, beat Carolina, you know maybe threw them to the win there, maybe threw them to a critical win against Washington. But even in that game, they had 20 points, and he threw zero touchdowns. Yes, he had great games against Houston and Indy. And the playoff game, it, it was impressive. But ultimately, Daniel Jones didn't show enough for you, where you are sure he is the guy. You have to be. sure to give this guy $35 million a year. And if you believe he'll improve because of Dable, because of the GM, because you believe in the front office then go do that with a quarterback that has better physical traits and is going to cost like $4 million. If you believe Dable can turn Daniel Jones into a $35 million quarterback, then go get somebody and get that level of play for $4 million. That's what I don't get. If the whole belief is, well, Dable's so good, look what he did with Jones, let him go do it with somebody that's going to be cheaper. Giving a franchise quarterback deal to Daniel Jones, and that's what it is. I don't care about the cap increasing. They are giving Daniel Jones a large portion of their cap. They're giving him $35 million a year, and they're not sure about him. That's a disaster. Look what the Cardinals did with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, it was, well, we're going to keep him, and he's been better than Daniel Jones. Well, you don't want to lose a quarterback. It's hard to replace him, blah, blah, blah. Kyler Murray has accomplished nothing in terms of winning in Arizona, right? And again, better than Daniel Jones. Now he's hurt and now they're completely screwed. So if you're the Giants, giving Daniel Jones this money could literally set your franchise back two to three years. By the time if he doesn't come out next year and he's and and, and take a massive step forward and you don't find ways to make huge improvements to the roster, again, the Eagles were able to add talent around Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts was making a million dollars this year. If they find their quarterback in the first round, or if they find him in the second round, if you find a system quarterback that can move like Daniel Jones and has a, you know, a average type arm like daniel jones does then you can win with him next year as long as he makes smart smart decisions and he that quarterback will be a rookie which will make it tougher but if you if dable's as good a coach as he says as everyone thinks and the gms is good at evaluating everyone says you should be able to find daniel jones in the draft and if there's ever a time to do it if there's ever a time for them to do it now is the time because dable in this front office have The leniency in the world from the fans, they have all the leniency in the world from the the owners. If they go and say, Look, you shouldn't pay this guy money, I can give you that production with this quarterback that's going to be cheaper, then do it. Now is the time, don't hit your wagon to Daniel Jones. Go and get your rookie quarterback point blank. Period. Giving him this money would be a huge mistake. They shouldn't do it. They should find their quarterback in the draft. They have a good foundation there. Make that foundation rock solid. Get the get the franchise guy and draft him. Don't sign Daniel Jones. It's going to be a mistake. It's not going to be worth the money and it's not the pat, the best path to go down if you're the New York Giants. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and please leave a five-star review if you like, if you like what you hear and I'll talk to you guys next time.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,